Hey, did you know that I offer one-on-one coaching and it's super easy to get started? All you do is fill out my coaching survey and I respond with a customized proposal just for you. And did you also know that I have 15 one-month e-courses on topics like writing, using your pain in redemptive ways, getting unstuck, living more authentically, sticky wicket relationships, figuring out what your needs are, dealing with anxiety, and so much more? Yeah, I'll post a link in the show notes to my coaching survey and to my list of courses. Hey, sweet ones. Welcome back to the All That To Say podcast with me, your host, Elizabeth Klein, and happy 2023. On this podcast, we talk about the hard stuff, A, because I've been through a lot of it, B, because most of you have too, and C, because I believe that we have a God who fills our life with so many reasons to hope. Today, we're going to talk about the true meaning of hope and what we should actually be placing our hope in. Now, when you think of the word hope, what comes to mind? For some of us, hope might be a dirty word, and that's okay. We need to admit it and start where we are. It may be a painful word for some of us. But hope is such an interesting concept, and it's one that I feel like is misunderstood and maybe too easily thrown around, especially in churchy circles, in wrong ways. Because here's the hard truth about this life, from what I can tell. We do not have a hope that God will work out our earthly circumstances the way we want him to. Our marriage may remain challenging. Our cancer may not heal. The baby that we long for may not come. The life dream we've always wanted may not come to pass. God does not promise us amazing marriages. God does not promise us a man who will love us. Uh, It's not about a man. Let me say that time and again. This life is about you and Jesus. God does not promise us a baby. God does not promise that our lives will work out the way that we are longing for. To quote Elizabeth Elliot, hope isn't about you in different circumstances. It's about Christ in you. There is no guarantee in God's word that tells us this life will be easy or fair or what we want it to be. Just the contrary, in fact, We are practically guaranteed that we will experience hardships. In this world, you will have trouble, Jesus said to us. A couple years ago, I had two unrelated, hard and horrible things happen to me that took me out at the emotional knees, like right back to back. It was my lowest point in a few years, and I've had some low points, so that's saying something. And I could tell that I had a choice. I could let the sadness and fear sweep over me and keep me down, or I could do something about it. And thankfully, I chose to do. I kept moving forward. I made some really hard decisions. I made a list of things to do that had 78 items 
on it. I'm not kidding. I had a to-do list with 78 things and I kept going. But I did something else that ended up being the most important thing. I gave myself a crash course in hope, real hope, capital H, hope. There are lowercase hopes all over our lives. Um, I hope my daughter's team wins, or I hope my son gets into the college that he wants, or I hope I don't get sick on vacation. And even these huge things that I'm about to rattle off, these are even lowercase hopes. I hope my daughter starts speaking to me again. I hope my husband gets help. I hope I can pay these bills. I hope the biopsy comes back as no cancer. Okay, so if all of those things, the big and little things, are technically little H hopes, let's talk about capital H hope. Because when we really start to get a handle on this concept, it can and will change us from inside out if we let it. And I can say this because it has and is changing me. So this is where our true hope lies, girls. Christ in you is the hope of glory. Colossians 1.27 Living within you is the Christ who floods you with the expectation of glory. This mystery of Christ embedded within us becomes a heavenly treasure chest of hope filled with the riches of glory for his people from the Passion Translation. The moment you enter into a relationship with God by admitting you need him and asking for forgiveness and accepting his offer of salvation, Christ takes up residence within you. And adding to that, 1 Corinthians 6.19 reminds us that we have the Holy Spirit dwelling within us. So Christ is our hope. Christ lives in us, which means that hope lives in us. Hope lives inside of you. I am confident of this, Psalm 27, 13. We will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. And Jesus said to us in John 10, 10, I have come to bring you life and bring it to the full. The Passion Translation says, I have come to give you everything in abundance, more than you expect, life in its fullness, until you overflow. Now, our circumstances may not turn out the way we want, but girls, we will see God's goodness to us in our lifetimes if we have the eyes and hearts to see it. And he will bring us abundant life, though it may look differently than what we're expecting. And listen to this little gem from Psalm 8411. The Lord withholds no good thing. That may be a bitter pill to swallow. And some of us may be thinking, oh, really? Because uh, there are a lot of good things that I want that God has not given me. If we're super honest with ourselves and with each other and with God. But what that means is that God withholds from us no God good thing. 
he may withhold what we think are good things, but only because he loves us. So we can have capital H hope here on earth, in our bodies, in every season of our lives, including this one, and in our circumstances, even if they feel hard and crappy. But even better than all of that, which all of that would be enough. (laughs) But it's this. Finally, here is this hope that we can have as an anchor for our souls. We will see Jesus face to face. Or as the Passion Translation says, they will see constantly his face. And girls, when we do, everything else will just pass away. We can get so focused on what's right in front of us or our scary earthly futures that we create in our minds. And I get all of that. I really, really do. I am right there with you in all of that. But our eternity is like a blink away. And our lives here will be like a breath in comparison. So I think we need to change our language just a little bit. We can have a desire. I desire my marriage to be better, for instance. But hoping our marriage will be better, that's out of our control. And so if it doesn't get better, then we lose hope, right? Or we feel like God has failed us. Or we can have a goal. Say, my goal is to lose 10 pounds this year. Hoping you'll lose weight won't make the pounds fall off. Setting a goal and then doing something about it can. But we must absolutely remember this about real, true, capital H, hope. Hope is not about a circumstance. Hope is not about a feeling. Hope is not about a mere human person. Hope is about Jesus living in you, giving you an abundant life, even now in the middle of your whatever feels too hard, promising to see us face to face sooner than we can imagine. I'm going to share a quick story that I did not write down. So I'm hoping that the Lord is in this. (laughs) Many years ago, I knew two women who were friends. One had been trying unsuccessfully to have a baby for a couple years. She'd had a couple miscarriages. All of us who knew her were obviously praying for her to get pregnant and have a healthy pregnancy and a baby one day. So she got pregnant again and we were all cautiously excited and happy for her. But then she found out that it was an atopic pregnancy. And I don't want to say this wrong, so I'm so sorry if I'm describing this incorrectly, but I believe it means that the fertilized egg implanted in one of the fallopian tubes. I'm so sorry if I'm wrong, but she was told that the pregnancy 
was not viable and that she would be miscarrying at some point. So obviously more grief. And then this friend of hers told her that she had had a dream. The dream was that this baby would be born, that this baby would be healthy. And I believe she even knew the sex and name of the baby. And she told her pregnant friend all of this. And something shifted in this pregnant woman in her heart and mind. And she latched on to that dream, pouring all of her hope into that circumstance. And unfortunately, as the doctors had said, she miscarried. And she was more devastated And I think something perhaps broke in her faith for a little while. And so I think we just need to be really careful that we are not placing our hope on a circumstance changing on something happening that we are desperate to have happen because our hope is not about a circumstance or a feeling or a person. It's about Jesus. So when everything is bearing down on us and when everything feels awful, we must remind ourselves and each other that one day, sooner than we know, all of this will be over and behind us, and every tear will be wiped away, and we will be with Jesus who loves us like no other ever could. So ask him. Outright ask God to show you what true capital H hope is. Ask him to restore it in your heart and mind and soul and body. Ask him to help you shift your perspective to live from that eternal hope. Psalm 33, 20 says, you alone, Lord, are our radiant hope. I will post a couple of these verses in the show notes, as well as a link to how you can sign up for a few of my courses or coaching. Girls, if there is anything you would like me to touch on, on all that to say during this new year, I would love to answer questions. So you can message me through the podcast. Um, You can send me a voice recording through the podcast, or you can email me at elizabeth at elizabethkline.com. As always, every share, subscribe, support, rate, review, they all mean so much to me. Thank you to everyone who listens who shares, who lets me know that this is meaning something to you. So sweet ones, all that to say, no matter what is going on in your life as we're starting this new year, you have hope living within you. 
and you are the unconditionally beloved daughter of God, and he is so delighted with you. You came into this world and you start each day already completely loved with no other loves to beg for and nothing to prove to anyone. Till next time, so, so much love.